This week in the cabin, we find out who's having sex with Maria. Well, I am. It's actually who's having sex segment with Maria, but you get the jest. Foodie Roundup, Nerd News, Crapper Creek World News Report, Stupid New Dating Trends, 10 Things Universally Hated, Some Shower Thoughts, and an interview with rock legend Carmina Peace this week on the podcast. Live from Crapper Creek, Alaska, the podcast. Hungry, hunger pangs, must eat, holidays, must eat everything, pie. Bye. I think it's time for a holiday foodie roundup. Yeah. All right. Just in time for the holidays. We have this. The newest thing that probably shouldn't exist but does. Oreo Oreo flavored wine. For a limited time. 25 bucks and get two bottles. Shipped right to you. Uh-huh. They teamed up with a budget, the budget winemaker Barefoot Wines, which are really crappy wines, to create a red wine with notes of cookies and cream with chocolate. Barefoot Oreo Thins Red Blend. <laughs> I know. Hey, ladies, you heard wine and your ears perked up like a deer hearing a twig snap. And I get it. Hey, back this year from KFC. You know, everybody now is doing weird things. Oreo is doing wines. KFC has brought back their fire log. Yeah, remember a few years back, they had the the KFC uh, Yule logs that smelled like fried chicken as it burns. It's called the 11 Herbs and Spices Fire Log. It's probably the worst gift you could possibly give someone who works like at KFC. But apparently they've been popular among fans. And they're bringing them back. You can get one uh, exclusively at Walmart.com for $15.88. How did they come up with that? The box includes the usual warnings of, you know, flammable item, but also says not actually fried chicken in big red letters. <laughs> like somebody might actually try to eat it. Here's the thing. Probably more nutritional than the actual one. Probably more nutritional. I don't know. Yeah! Chipotle! Oh, and now they're going at it. All right, KFC selling fire logs. Chipotle selling soap. Are you one of those people who hate cilantro because it tastes like soap? They say certain people say it's... I like the smell, but yeah, it has a taste like soap to me if I have too much of it. If there's a little bit of it in a salsa or something, I can handle it. Some of us have a generic quirk that gives it an overwhelming soapy f- flavor. So Chipotle is poking fun at that by selling actual cilantro soap. <laughs> they just added it on at their online store. See, everybody's doing all this weird stuff to get you to go to their online store, ChipotleGoods.com. The description, perfect uh, gift for cilantro lovers and haters. Each bar is only $8. has the Chipotle logo on the front of the box. Doesn't look like they put actual ground-up cilantro in there, but one of the main ingredients is coriander essential oil, which is basically the same thing. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. Well, here, let's go to Burger King. Are they selling something weird? No. In fact, uh, they're doing the opposite. McDonald's just did this with Egg McMuffins last month. Now their biggest competitor is doing it. Whopper 64th birthday, and they're selling them at their original price of 37 cents. Oh, baby. That's what they cut. they were priced at in 1957 when they debuted. Happened uh, last week. It doesn't matter to us because we don't have one unless they're out on base. 
Doesn't cost you more than that to drive out there. Let's talk alcohol. Heaviest drinkers in the world are Australians. Well, I don't drink in the morning. I guess it'd be their only thing they might say. According to new research, uh, global drug survey across 22 countries, Australians are heaviest drinkers. Oh, yeah. Denmark, Finland tied for second. They get wasted about 24 times a year. Australians, 27 times. The U.S., not far behind, followed by Canada and Ireland. This isn't just drinking. It's really about getting hammered. I mean, really drunk. Of all the countries they looked at, people in Mexico get wasted the least, only nine times a year. And finally, something we mentioned last week. Do you like brownies? Do you like weed? Do you like weed brownies? What about an 850-pound one? National Brownie Day. Yeah, play some... How do you cook an 850-pound weed brownie? What kind of oven does that? But we know what to get Willie Nelson for Christmas, don't we now? That there's your foodie roundup. Yeah! From the cabin of Crapper Creek, Alaska, it's Glenn on the radio. Happy holidays and all that. We're allowed to say that now. I don't know why that isn't extended for Halloween. That's a bunch of BS. That's the best one of the holidays, right? If you were to say, what's your favorite holiday? Halloween, Thanksgiving, Christmas, or New Year's? I bet you most people would say Halloween. There's no pressure on Halloween. You don't have to deal with family on Halloween. You can be somebody else. You can dress sexy and everybody gets laid. I love Halloween. The worst that comes out of it is, yeah, you get laid and you get candy. It's like, what's not to like about Halloween? Anyway, happy holidays. To you and yours. That's another one that's only used this time of the year. I don't know why. Don't get it. And I hate saying that. That's just one of those to you and yours. I hate that saying because it's just over. It's just not. But we all have things we hate. And you know, it's so funny. We're so divisive about everything nowadays. What one person hates, another person loves. So I tried to come up, bust our butt in our heads. Coming up with a list of universally hated things by everybody on earth. I think I found one. I think I got some here. Follow me on this one. Number 10, let's go with this. Couples who argue in front of their friends. Ugh. That's the worst. We all have that one couple. It's like, oh, here we go. Uh, Another thing we all hate, slow internet. Even if it's just for a minute or two, we're outraged. A little lagging wheel, especially like if you're trying to watch Netflix or something and it does it, right? Lag, oh, any kind of lag. Drivers who don't use turn signals. Close talkers, especially now. Ugh. People who clip their nails in public. Like on a plane. Who the hell are you? What? Yes. Oh, God. Do it on your own time. Don't make us watch. It's the worst. Talking during movies or comedy shows where they just talk to the person next to them like they're oblivious to the fact that everybody around them can hear them. Oh, here's a good one. This one will freak people out. Being told to calm down. Ouch. Ouch. Ah, nobody likes that. Almost always has the opposite effect. Especially if it's to your significant other. Oh, Lord. Oh, Lord, help you. Uh, let's see. Oh, here's one. Group texts with too many people. 
Right? Where you get the ding every five minutes. It's like, why am I still in this conversation? Please remove me. And there's nothing you can do. Yeah, just sit there and listen to it. Ding, 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 ding. Slow walkers. Like when you're on the on a sidewalk or in the store and they're in an aisle and they're just barely moving. Like, oh, come on, man. Pooper, get off the pot, would you? Even worse is uh, the slow drivers. It's usually a Subaru. Coming out of Goldstream Valley somewhere, you're in a hurry. It's always a Subaru with a bunch of guilt-riddled bumper stickers. Why is it always a Subaru? Driven by some guy alone wearing a mask. Why is it always that guy? And finally, loud chewing. Everybody hates it. But now, if it makes you angry, you might have a condition known as misophonia. Did you know that was a thing? Misophonia. Where you hate the sound of somebody chewing. So gum must just really freak you the hell out, right? From the farthest North Rock station in the world, it's the Crapper Creek Podcast. Okay, uh, as you know, I am no expert on sex or relationships. I don't know what I'm doing, and that's why I always call for backup. We have lovely Maria to help us out. Here's something, M, and I just ran across this, and I guess it's encouraging for people. In a new poll on sexual relations, it says only 19% of people said they are not having sex at all. Uh, and that's down from 23% a few years ago. I'm uh, not sure I believe that. Uh, that seems weird, doesn't it? Um, Is it 19% of people have been married 20, 30 years? <laughs> I, I don't, it They're doesn't say married. Sex. It just no, says. No, it doesn't have to, but everybody, I mean, you constantly mention that, you know, when they've been married a long time, it seems like it's a privilege to get laid. Well, it, yeah, it, it seems for some couples, it's like, ooh, we're actually having, like, it's a real big deal. For us, it's fairly common. Uh, 5% of people say they're doing it every night, which is up from 3% in 2011. Wow. That must be yeah. a bunch of new couples. Yeah, 20, 21. Do you, do you remember those maybe. days? We would have, literally have sex every night. No, I don't remember that at all. Who were you as? <laughs> Are you kidding me? When we started out, it was pretty crazy. We were like Caligula. But, uh, okay. It was, anyway. But, I mean, I, I, there's no way we can keep it. We've been, we've been together 30 years. It'd be after a while. It's like, all right, can we take a night off? You know, it would be nuts. Yeah, it's, well, that's Tuesday night. Yeah, that's that. Tuesday. We never have sex on I don't know who has sex on Tuesday nights. <laughs> Nobody ever does. Tuesday's a worthless day. Yeah, it really is. Uh, speaking of frequency, 12% of people said they get it on three to four times a week. Okay. All right. Well, that falls. That's a, we're in the category. Uh, six, uh, versus 16% in 2011. So that's down. 21% said they do it once a week, once or twice a week, versus 26% back then. And then 14% said it only once a month versus 15% then. So, Do you think it has something to do with COVID? I don't know. I, I, I <laughs> I don't, you think being around each other often. Either you hate that or you love that. Exactly. And I think, uh, I, to be honest, I think ours has picked up over the last year. Um, yeah. I'd say. <laughs> At least I have. How about you? <laughs> just put the towel in the washing machine when you're done. Because that's just gross. All right. <laughs> But may, but there could be, a, you know, it could be COVID. There could be, but there's signs when people probably aren't having enough sex. I mean, you know, if you're like unzipping your fly and air hisses out like King Tut's tomb, it's probably been a while. 
Boo. <laughs> too much information. Or if you if you have that that book, The Joy of Sex, but all it is is a flower press, that's probably right. <laughs> <laughs> Special toy. The only time somebody's been squeaking is, is if they're. Yeah, but is that considered sex when it, the other when there's not another person there? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Uh, I don't think they call that. Sex. I don't know. You have to have two individuals. I don't think they're talking about that because those numbers would be significantly higher. <laughs> <laughs> right. All right. And really, and you know, you're probably not having enough if like the only time the bed squeaks is because there's like a, a squeaky toy or a mouse under it or something. Wilson is nearby <laughs> with his favorite toy. Eggplant emoji Damn just cat. doesn't remind you of anything. <laughs> Hell, closest I've been to a three-way is the bulb on my desk lamp, I think, uh-huh. to be honest. I think that's the closest we're ever going to get young married men. <laughs> you just keep that in mind. <laughs> Unless you're, you know, we divorce and then you can find <laughs> two people that are willing and able at your age, please. What do you say? Wow. Can I say that? Ooh. <laughs> you can cut that photo. Gosh, I can't even remember dating. I'd be terrified to date. Thank God I, uh, that's, I was never good at it. I was a great boyfriend, a horrible date. I was just, it's just awkward. It's just, I was never comfortable with the whole idea. Nowadays, it's even weirder with the whole social media and uh, the online dating. I just... The dating site Plenty of Fish just put out a fun list of the new dating trends that we expect to see in 2022. And they came up with uh, the names for all of them. They pulled 7,000 single people and say these are all dating trends that have already actually happened. One is called communidating. Have you heard of communidating? It's using dating apps, not just for dating and intimate relationships, but just to make friends and connections. Like, all right, see, now that would be fun. I guess. I don't know. Deja vuing. What? Yeah, deja vuing. It's a dating trend where doing the same things with the new partner that you did with your ex. See, I wouldn't know how to do anything else. I'd be doing all the things Maria and I do, right? What? We're throwing axes. We're kayaking. We're skating. All right, hand anticipation. That's being unsure about the physical boundaries that are acceptable. Like, uh, do I hug? Do I shake hands? Do I fist pump my date? When you like see the date for the first time, I think um, you could. Uh, yeah, that would be awkward. Do you like reach out for the nice, gentle, limp-handed handshake like you do with it? A young lady when you are meeting? Or do you go in for like the little, uh, the, like that, you know, the kiss you do like on the, where you kind of kiss the air next to their, you know, your cheeks kind of touch for a second. Mmm, nice to meet you. That kind of thing. I don't know. Hesitating. <laughs> That's being unsure if you want to date seriously or casually because life is so weird and uncertain right now. All right, do we want to just hook up? Let's do this. Or are we going to go out for a salad first? You know, there's, uh, <laughs> you got questions. I don't know. It's so confusing. Then none of this used to be an issue. Res- resigning. Resigning. Ending a serious relationship due to perspective and clarity gained through the pandemic. So you're resigning. All right. COVID hit. We started dating and we were stuck in a place together. Now, two months later, I would. I really wish you dead. I guess that would be that one. 
Darwining. That's another one. Darwining. What is, like Darwinism, I guess. That's refusing to date somebody who doesn't believe in science. <laughs> a third of single people say they know somebody who, who's done it. That's kind of a... I'm a science guy. Jesus will take the wheel. That's not my world. I don't roll that way. That's not how Glenners roll. I, <laughs> I want to back it up with science. Actual science. Which why I got vaxxed. So that would be a good one. Uh, I think that's kind of where that one's talking about. Darwining. In other words, it's kind of like saying, yeah, if you're not vaccinated, we're not dating. Because, you know, the number one thing now that people are looking for on dating sites is if you're vaccinated. Some maybe if you're not. I don't know. Maybe that's a great dating website. Nonvaxdate.com. Why hasn't that sprung up somewhere? If you're going to roll the dice, roll the dice. Because, you know, they're not worried about a condom either. <laughs> and then baycations. Like your bay, right? Yeah, that's another thing for dating. That's taking someone you just started dating on a vacation because, you know, YOLO, you only live once. Why not? It's kind of like the pandemic thing, getting stuck in a house. But this one, you're stuck in Barbados together. I guess there's worse place to hate someone, right? There you go. No, go back to your anticipation of resigning your Darwinism. All right, time to get educated. Time for a little nerd news. As we talk science this morning, let's do it. In space news, two astronauts supposed to do a spacewalk uh, last week to replace an antenna on the space station. It got postponed because of debris from the satellite Russia blew up last month. They ended up doing it a couple days later instead, but it went out okay. So Russia's got space junk. Yeah. Uh, researchers in China created a new eco-friendly plastic. It's made from vegetable oil and salmon sperm. <laughs> they even made a little drinking cup out of it. I mean, if you want to drink from salmon sperm. <laughs> Think I'm going to pass, thanks. Last year, a team of researchers in the U.S. used frog cells to create the first living robots. Tiny Pac-Man-shaped things called, um, they're called xenobots. Now they've realized the things can replicate and reproduce. Oh, good. What could possibly go wrong with this? They say it could help us figure out how to manipulate cells to prevent birth defects and cure things like cancer. Uh-huh. Or let them grow up and take over the world. <laughs> Elsewhere, archaeologists in Chile found a new type of dinosaur. It's got a flat, spiky tail that it obviously swung around and used as a weapon. They were six or seven feet long, and the tail kind of resembled uh, an electric hedge clipper. It's just big whacker thing. That's pretty cool. Ooh, we've got stoner news. Researchers in California figured out why weed has a skunky smell. It's because of volatile sulfur compounds, or VSCs. Same thing, which is in skunk spray. So when they talk about skunk weed, same thing. And Christmas trees, or is that just a separate deal? I don't know. Asking for a friend. Finally, a startup in L.A. is working on a new AI that could eventually allow robot disc jockeys to steal our jobs. Really? My job? And they can have it. I would love to sleep in right now. Ah! 
Let's go to someplace warm, shall we? At least uh, we will live vicariously through the uh, eyes and the world of one Carmine Apiece. Legendary rock drummer joins us probably in the uh, warm, friendly confines of the state of Florida. Uh, hi, Carmine. How are you, buddy? I am in Florida. It's a beautiful day. Blue skies, white clouds, gorgeous today. Shut up. I'm hanging uh, up. I am so hanging up well, this you phone. Probably, you probably got a lot of white up there already. Oh, right? everything is white and covered in frost, and it just this weekend it dropped very, very cold. Uh, it's been okay, wow. but this weekend... All right, do I dare tell you? Do you want to know how cold it's going to get this weekend? How cold? You guess. I'll, I'll tell you higher or lower. Minus 10. Lower. Really? Minus 20? Lower. Minus 30? Lower. Get out of here. Minus 40? Mm, that's close. They're saying 37 to 43 below uh, tonight. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Now, keep that's in cool. mind, you know, you d- down there in Florida, it can get ungodly hot in the summer for months on end where you don't go outside. Yeah. Well, here, Same thing up there. But here, we only get it for a day or two here and there. By Monday, it's supposed right. to be... Uh, 50 degrees warmer than that again. So your miserable weather spells are much longer than our miserable weather spells. Yeah. Only ours will kill you. <laughs> Yours will kill you. Here, the air actually hurts your face. Whereas, yeah. <laughs> but do I dare tell you it's a dry cold? It does make a difference, by the way. Yeah. Um, if yeah. you've ever been, believe it or not, 20 below here is warmer than 25 above in Buffalo. No kidding. Yeah, easily. I've been there. I was in Rochester and uh, Chicago as well. Nothing is, I've never been colder than Chicago. And Uh still, and the air is, I mean, you turn into a human arc welder. (laughs) It's crazy. All right, but uh, neither neither here nor there. When you say stuff like that, you need like one of those drum things to go, but don't, shh. Yeah, I could throw one in. <laughs> All right, talking with Carmine Apiece, uh, I know we didn't talk last week. You're a little busy. Do, the holidays, are you slowing down at all, or are you going to be keep going at it? No, hard? no. We're, we're, this weekend, we have my 75th birthday party. At, oh, my uh, God, my man. Hotel, 75. Where is that? That's going to be in Palm Beach in a hotel in the ballroom. Oh, you know, I had a... Moving on, uh, the big buzz this week, of course, is the Beatles documentary, and I've yet to, I want to see it. I hear it's, uh, if you're a big fan of the Beatles, you'll think it's brilliant. If you're a so-so fan, mm-hmm. you'll think it's dull and slow. That's what I've heard. Right, right, okay. I don't know if you're so, well, you probably I, I haven't seen it. I haven't seen it yet, I, I haven't seen it yet but... I'm looking forward to the Liz Zetlin documentary that's coming out in January. Yes, now that's that the one. First documentary, Dad, listen to this. That's the first documentary where John Bob actually talks about me, about me being like he's one of his rock idols, you know. Oh, really? So that one's coming up. So we And you've told us that, and we've talked before, that John Bonham looked up to you in a big way. Uh, even, I know, but nobody's ever heard him say it. Right, right. So that'll be cool. So that's coming up in January. That'll give us something to talk about. Yeah. And about this one, for some reason, uh, Sir Paul McCartney came out beforehand, and for a bit there, it seems like everybody was slamming the stones. Paul McCartney came out and said they were just a, um, a blues cover band, and then Roger Daltrey of The Who came out, and said that uh, the Stones were a um, just a pub band. It's like, wow, what what is the slamming of the Stones? Do you understand it? Well, I mean, I'm reading I'm reading the book Led Zeppelin uh, autobiography with this guy that wants to write the guitarist, um, you know, guitarist the book, 
Right. And he wrote the he wrote an autobiography of the Beatles that sold a million units. And I'm reading it and I'm seeing in there that all these bands were all from the same clique. You know, they all played the same clubs and they all used to hang out together when they were kids and, and growing up. It's like so. Roger Daltrey probably saw the Stones in a pub. You know, and never thought that they would, you know, ever get as big. And they probably as just always saw him as a pub band because that's where they started when yeah, he was there. But they all they started thought. out as a pub band, didn't they? I mean, what? Which... Yeah, yeah, I guess so. But <laughs> but but they never really changed. Uh, they, I think for that that album that had uh, you can't always get what you want, Beggar's Banquet. Right. That was a, that was a great album. Where they had the choir and all that stuff it was very creative. Otherwise. You know, I mean, pretty much they were like a, just a blues pub band. And, and, but so many of those guitarists back then all got their roots from the blues, really. I mean, you know, you can go they down did, the list. But, right. but they elevated, you know, I mean, Zeppelin. Yeah, certainly. Stage, I mean, look what they did with the blues. I mean, right. So, so you're <laughs> saying like, whereas looking back at the Stones, they kind of stayed in their, they stayed in their lane through their whole career, yeah. really to this day almost. Yeah. So. yeah and, and, and amazing that they ended up so huge. I didn't go see him this time because, you know, there's only two of them left. Right now, who's drumming really. for him now? Who's who's drumming for the Stones? Uh, Steve Jordan. He's a good drummer. You know, but, I mean, you know, Ronnie Ronnie was, you know, he's in there for a while, but he's not an original guy. Right, right, you know? of course. No, and you, you can't. Got, you, just, you got Mick and, and Keith, and that's it, you know. Yeah, Keith Billy's out. out. Ronnie, of course, started with the faces. He had Brian before that. So, yeah, I, yeah, I see that. Exactly. Talking with our legendary rocker, Carmine Apice. From the farthest north rock station in the world, it's the Crapper Creek Podcast. Shower Thoughts. With Glenner. The Titanic sinking was actually a true miracle to the lobsters that were in the kitchen. Okay, this is all weird news. I just got some really weird news. That is weird. Here's this week's news headlines to catch you up on. Greek World News Report. Glenna reporting. The report. A list of the most mispronounced words of 2021 are out. You can find it simply by Googling pretty much any interview of Charles Barkley. <laughs> They're all there. Study finds the Moderna vaccine is better than Pfizer. And just holding your breath around six people is way better than the Johnson & Johnson vaccine. NASA has announced 10 new astronauts, candidates. They're going to be fully trained for important space missions, including possible moon landings and a moonwalk. It's going to take years of training. Meanwhile, the crew for Jeff Bezos' next space flight will include Chaka Khan and Jerry Springer. New study says the best way to stand out at work is to use a supportive voice. So what's the worst way to stand out at work? Uh, ask Alec Baldwin. Too, too soon? Was that too soon for the Alec Baldwin line? I don't think so. The Omicron variant has now been found in like 20 states. I'm confused. Omicron. Didn't the Avengers already beat him in one of their movies? 
I swear to God, that was Omicron. Omicron. Omicron, right? Yeah, it was him. Elsewhere, a man who claims he time-traveled from the year 2485. He says something will happen on Christmas Day that will change humanity forever. Of course, he also said that when he left the year 2485, Keith Richards was about to get married again. Wow, that's cool. Study out says that men who vape are twice as likely to have erectile dysfunction. Of course, this really isn't an issue since nobody wants to sleep with a dude who vapes. Well, we mentioned it being in many states, but uh, Omicron uh, variant found in California, and it moves so fast, uh, it already the, the variant already has headshots and gone on a few additions. That's how you do it in Hollywood. Uh, going over to the East Coast, Times Square festivities for New Year's Eve are going to require vaccines. Because, God forbid, you're not healthy when you pass out in a pool of reveler urine. Finally... Republican Congressman Devin Nunez is going to resign in order to run Donald Trump's media company. Really? Isn't that kind of like dropping out of med school to focus on your band? It's your headlines. This has been the Crumpet Creek World News Report. Next week, we'll start to dabble into some holiday fun on the podcast. We'll do a nice best of year end wrap up show. Lots planned. Please pass it along and share this podcast with friends. I ask each of you to share it with five people and leave us a comment somewhere, would you? I want to know what you think about it. Help us out a little bit. Throw me a bone. Give me some stars. That's all I ask. And pass along live from Crapper Creek, Alaska, the podcast. We'll do it all again next week. God bless. Be safe. Be kind to one another. My final words. Later. You've been listening to Live from Crapper Creek, the podcast with Glenner, produced by Mike Cook. For the full morning show, log on to the live stream at xrock959.com. This has been a Glentertainment production.